Okay, well. I'm Josh. I'm Jordan. And welcome, welcome to, to Anime, Anime Conversations. Conversations. Hey, no laughter that time. There we go. Yeah, no laughter for <laughs> now because I spent the entire night crying uh, over yes. this. So we watched uh, Made in Abyss. Yeah, so this week's episode is about. And That's a prime original uh, anime. Um, it's from the same studio that does, what is it? Um, Codebreaker. They also do Shield yeah. Hero. Oh, okay, shit. Yeah. They're the same people who do Shield. Yeah, that Hero. sounds right. They they uh, have Kinema that Citrus. Film. Now, first thing I want to say about this is uh, the animation, the music opening, the beginning of the show. It's all going to trick you into thinking that this is a beautiful little like friendly for children show. It's not. You just don't find out till like episode seven and eight. I would say if you want something similar to that with this same studio, you should go watch Barakamon. Um, it's definitely like same like children esque, but it doesn't get dark and there's no, um, there's no despair because this was just, um, I wouldn't say it's despair the anime. I would just say that, um, it's kind of almost like a gruesome mystery. Yeah. Gruesome mystery. Um, you know, we love some good world building. It's really fucking phenomenal at the world building. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the main character is the abyss. Yeah. And I just, um, well, so Josh watched this when it was airing two years ago and I just watched this between the last two days. And usually it doesn't take me two days to get through something. Like if it's a 12, 13 episode series. It's like, you know, boom, boom, bam. I start watching it at 12. I'm done around six, seven, or even earlier because, you know, skipping. But anyways, mm. I take breaks. And it wasn't that I had to take breaks during the first half. The first half, I was like, oh, this isn't bad. I can knock this out in one day. Yeah. And then I think like episode six and on shit started happening in the abyss. And that's when I kind of was like, I got to. I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break. Which is probably similar to like Promise Neverland, where it was kind of just like if you marathoned it, you were like, um, gonna go take a shower or gonna watch something else oh, yeah. quickly or just for now and then come back to this. But um, this really took me out. It like really, like I, I cried. Like I was cry. Yeah, I cried. Um, there was shit that I was not expecting to happen happened and um what should we do i mean what we could guess i would say definitely like the art style i i kind of just want to tell everyone involved with this one like fuck you mm. like i really just want to be like you know what fuck you because um these are children and it's not uncommon for children to suffer in anime but usually they're like teenage children these are 12 like, year olds yeah like it's teenagers going on adulthood so it's just like eh you're gonna have to learn the real world eventually anyways so I kind of see, I just kind of I kind of see why this is happening to you, but these are twelve, twelve year old like, girl and uh, a robot with amnesia. Who we yeah we don't even know how to fuck a robot boy is. combo. It's hard to say. It's weird because they have the he whole, has like, a penis yeah and balls and balls which they talk about a few times. And he actually gets hard, but um I don't remember that happening. Yeah, it happens in the final episode where they go to like that healing water hot spring. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 And um Oh boy. I mean, this one I feel where again, we're we're going to hop around, we're going to move away from that like episode by episode format, but we're definitely going to talk about what happens and like, you know, our our comprehension and theory crafting and all that kind of shit like that because I mean, that's the entertaining part. So my thing is this a bit I think the show does a really good job of like breaking down the abyss the further we get into it. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where it's just like when they introduce an answer, we have five more questions for it. And every answer you get, it's generally mentioned one time yeah. quickly in an episode. And you just have to kind of like there's so many little pieces to put together from and the, the yeah. technology of the abyss. To the way that the veil and the everything and there's works. little things that you forget about higher, like higher up, you saw like the prayer bodies. Yeah, they died. So they discovered this place 1500 years ago. The prayer bodies are all from 2000 years ago, and all the dead bodies that they find up in these layers, they're all in a prayer uh, position. Nothing explained about that. It's just another little piece of the mystery of the abyss and what happened and 
who lived there before and where all this technology comes from that we know at the end of season one, still nothing about. It's just, it get, it gets even crazier near the end dealing with Bone Drood. Uh. And I just, I, I loved like the, uh, I love the mystery of it. I really like how they, they made, they make it seem almost like whimsical and like possible for anyone to like go into the abyss in the beginning. And basically it's just like, this is adventure. Like this is like live and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I don't know. I think it was a false sense of security. And I wouldn't even say security, just like a false sense. I mean, there's, there's so much childlike wonder throughout it. Yeah. Except for that childlike wonder is always met with harsh realities. Like you're, yes. you're and given you this like beauty and mystery with the open, the opening yeah. and the ending songs are just so like, they're kind of mesmerizing and innocent almost. And that's what the abyss does. Yeah. Where it's like, it's mes- it's mesmerizing and it's mystery. Yeah. But then you have things like the, uh, what is it? The weepers, the death weepers, reapers, those birds that mimic the cries of the people they oh. just killed. Help me. Help me. It's so much. And that's like right after they get started. That's when it's still light. Yeah. That's when the whole thing is still like, this is still pretty easy going. And I just, I wasn't, I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting like, I wasn't expecting this despair because I believe it's the mom that like narrates the majority of the time during the episode. I think so too. Outside yeah. of Reg, when Reg like is like because well, you his get mind his inner observing. thoughts. It's yeah. a funny thing. Uh, Rico, Rico. What's yeah, Rico. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I say the names wrong all the time again, so you know, be ready for that. Uh, Rico, she seems like the main character, except for the fact that all of the internal thoughts are only from Reg. Yeah, you never hear her internal thoughts. You get her external perception, but you get his thinking process. More yeah, involved. he you hear like, and he's the one who kind of like when he looks at stuff, and he's the robot boy. He he's like, oh, this doesn't seem to move. This and thing you know seems what? to have that a lot is of so right because Rico knows so much about the abyss from just like reading re- reading yeah. and researching forever they're like reg is like what is that and then she's like oh this is this this is this 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 and this does this we're always hearing her outer dialogue but we never hear her like her inner thoughts her inner thoughts yeah and, yeah that is true I'd it's never... only him you only hear his which is definitely and technically her backstory for um oh god rabbit girl why can't i say her name nanachi nanachi she i think nanachi's a boy i think she's a girl hmm and uh... I think it's a boy because they're showing the the upper body. I mean, she's freely. covered in fur though, so she's never. That's true too. Actually, yeah, it might not be. Oh well, well. That doesn't really matter. Androgyny. She's a hollow, so yeah, it it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Well, actually, it might matter. We'll see later. what happens. What? There's a yeah. movie coming out instead of a second season. Yeah. So which I guess is good because like it's six episodes of la 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 la. Followed by six, like, seven episodes of, okay, uh, now get fucked. Yeah, that's basically what I saw it as. And that, that kind of like made me, it, it caught me off guard. And I thought I was like, I, at first I was like, wow, this, this show is so recommended by everyone, blah, 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 blah. But those first six episodes, I was like, what is, I was like, is, it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it, but I was just like, something has to happen for everyone to be like, this is so fucking great. And anime gets really good reviews. Like, it's not just the manga that people rave about. Like, I think on my anime list, it's like at 8.8. That's pretty fucking high for an anime. I th- but Shield Hero is also like in that high eights, I think like 9.2 or whatever. So I'm just like, I'm really confused. Like, what's going on? And then when things start happening, it's just like, nope, it's, it's, here we go. Here yeah. we go. Like, this is the point of no return. Yeah. I think that's probably where it starts, where it's like once they reach that point of no return. That, that's once you get down to the second level, second into level. the third and fourth yeah. level especially, yeah. That's when we start getting the like, you, not even that you thought you were going to make it, like you were aware of everything that could happen, but none of it was really happening. And then all of a sudden it's just like one two three four five six like it's just like back to back to back to back and even though that there's still this innocence and they have these friends up top and you know that they can't really return because she would die if she were to go up again yeah but it's 
it's like you have that placebo being like, yeah, but it's this cheery little girl and it's this kind of cheery little outer world. So she oh there will be God. a way. And now that I'm thinking about that again, I'm thinking about Ozen. Yeah. And like the whole I'm thinking about Ozen and the relic. And I'm thinking that like maybe by the end of the fucking journey, like she fucking dies again. And Ozen comes down there with that relic and carries her back up. And oh, that's the end possible. of Ozen's life. I don't know why that just came up, but that is just... Well, Ozen seems like the character who's at one point going to have to decide to sacrifice herself. Yeah. She does have that feel to her. Yeah. She's super strong. She's been around for a long time. She's pretty cold while still being shockingly kind. Yeah. Cold yet shockingly... Yeah. She beats him, but to make him stronger. Yeah. To test their strength. But even before that, I kind of was just... Because um, Abo had warned them about Ozen and basically being like... You be careful. Like, you may need have you may have to like you know get there and keep it the fuck moving. Yeah. Because it at first like we're introduced to her mom and it's like Liza and like you know the hero white whistle and all that kind of shit the like that. And so you're thinking like, oh, okay, like all the white whistles must have like this heroic blah blah blah. And then once they're in the abyss, they're like, actually no, um, these are some fucked up people. But they're fucked up because they've survived so well and so long. I mean, some of them have survived because they're fucked up. Yeah. Because they're able to detach and deal with these things in a different way. I mean, actually, I will say this about Ozan. I just realized thinking about it. She is like one of those characters, hard shell, soft core. Because she yeah. she makes herself strong, she does that stuff, but she arranges her hair so people can't see her scars, so she still to, like, prevent looks herself normal being... and feels protected, but yeah. inhuman. She keeps on that outer glance, but like you even see in the episode with Liza that she she cares about her and has genuine like paternal feelings. Mm-hmm. But she tries very hard to uh, hide it, and she's a little bit violent to push people away. But she does have that that cold kindness, and then she does care for Rico. It's just like kind of twisted, yeah. And I feel like it's probably like a blaming. There's still like some kind of like blaming mechanism there too. Well, technically, Rico's the reason why Liza is no longer with yeah. with her. But also, I don't even think that's it. I think Liza really was just like, even though she had Rico and she valued her, I think she basically. Was it, what was it that like, she just like, she wanted Rico to make the decision for herself on what she was going to be and not be overshadowed by, by her mother. Hmm. And it, I feel like it kind of still just like backfired and all was just like, in the end, it all doesn't make, it's, it's all fucked because yeah. I think like, it's, it's just like, a, um, the rift is maybe like, it's like a, it's a drain. It's like anything that is born anywhere around or near that drain is going to get copped up at, caught up a whirlpool it's gonna get caught up in that whirlpool and it's gonna go down down and down it's gonna go down with it and i think that first of all made in the abyss if you're made in that bitch you're not getting away from it yeah you're not getting away i kind of wanted to is this is the original name uh english made in the abyss or is it a translation because if it's the original english name then you could go with the double that it's made in the abyss made in abyss as in maiden, a female. I don't know. That's weird. I know that's a weird little oh. thing, but it keeps on occurring to me because it's not. Made, I see. It's not made in the abyss. Yeah, it's, it's made, made in, in abyss. abyss. And that's because I used to call it made in the abyss. Because that's what I thought it was. That's yeah. what I thought it was. But the show is saying made in abyss, and I'm like, it's said that it's translated that way for a reason. Well, it's either to say made in abyss, or it could be. Like when you look on the bottom of a product and it says made in China or made in the USA. Yeah. It's, I'm not like, sure which. Because Rico was made in Abyss. Yeah. And she was brought back to life and born in the in Abyss. In the Abyss. And the thing with... Even actually... uh, God, I cannot say her name. Even Rabbit Girl, she becomes Nanachi. what she is. She's made in the Abyss too. Yeah. Yeah, oh. basically. Okay. Uh, even though they, Scenes yeah. are coming present, even just listening. Oh, that nasty scar she got on her arm. Oh, that scene. I just want to get into that right now. I'd forgotten about it. This show, most anime, when I watch it, that I like, like I like this one, I'll remember it. Like, I'll just, I'll remember most of the mm-hmm. details about it. This one, the way it moves and progresses, like, I had forgotten everything about it. 
I'd remember the end and the beginning and all the stuff in the middle kind of like fell out. And the it fact was that she had, he had to try to cut off her fucking arm. Oh yeah, so oh, um that episode so 10, much. that's one of the most like I will never forget made in the made ugh, made in abyss episode 10. That's like mm, what are some other like uh, like My Hero Academia episode 12. Like shit like that. There are certain episodes of certain anime where I'm just like when you like Kimetsu no Yaiba episode 19. Like those are like yeah. Those are the like defining real like shit gets real where it's just like these are defining moments of this anime of this series and like this is and it's and it's done so well like episode 100 of black clover it's like yeah it's like these are defining moments of this series in anime form by the way yeah oh yeah phenomenal ironically one of the um guys i play playstation playstation with um general shrimp um who by the oh wait i can't say that on air um yeah he's oh he's oh god sorry we can cut that out i mean we could cut it out but i'm gonna keep it in there just to fuck with you because you should (laughs) have been listening to this and if you don't listen to it and you get hold of it elsewhere then that means you're not being a good friend okay that was really bad anyways (laughs) i'm keeping that shit in here take the shade yeah (laughs) but yeah but no um Wait, what were we talking about? Uh, we were oh, Black Clover. Episode um, 100. How we'll go back to Maiden Abyss in just a second. I want to get this off my fucking chest. Okay, um, yeah. He started watching Black Clover, and he's at that point where he's like in the 30s, where Ooh, like it starts, starts to become to like, that's where you're like, oh shit, like I think I like, like not I think, but like, well, like this I, it's is... getting real again. You're getting out of the training part. Yeah, of it. you're getting out of the training, and you're getting to the part where it's like, I think the mangaka was basically like, this is how Asta brings everyone together and yeah. only lifts them up. Yeah, because everybody gets stronger around him. Around him. And so he's getting to that point. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't wait to get to episode 100. He's like, oh, fuck, episode. And I'm just like, I mean, it's There's a ways away. But also, it's just like the development that you get on the way there is the under, so. The underwater battle? The water Yeah, and he battle? hasn't gotten there yet. He's, uh. he's at the part where Licht and um, um, Julius first fight. Like where where they capture Asta, oh, and he does the time, thing and then on all his of arm. a sudden, he, Julius appears and just fucks them all up. Hmm. He's at that point, right. and I was just like, I'm telling, I was telling him, I was like, you're about to, and I didn't tell him like the water temple fight with like the demon, not the um the beast guy. I was just like, yeah, that I was like that fight, that's gonna be one of those fights where you're gonna have to be like, I want, I gotta get that next episode, next episode. Yeah, he's kind of lucky he gets to watch those all in a row, watching it on a week to week basis. I didn't. It's I think I caught up to it right when they got to the um, the the special, the royal, the royal knights when they were doing the. Oh tournament. yeah, they did the tournament. That's when okay, I, yeah. I caught up to them right before that, and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, "This kind of sucks." Anyways, back to Maiden Abyss. Um, yes. Yeah. So Maiden Abyss, like episode ten, defining episode. The the it. It kind of happened. It was. It's one of those things where the narrator, I'm assuming it's Liza, Rico's mom, yeah. was just like, right when they set out, they were like an adventure of hope and despair. And it's kind of one of those things where it's going back and forth between the hope and despair. Yeah, things but are terrible it's and kind of like bit better. Yeah, but it's. I think it's it it varies in like how far it goes in like one way or the other. So like they they're in the third layer. And that's the Spitfire from the this is it the, yeah the Spitfire yeah. thingy the monster it comes the back the red one that the they, red one that, that they met in the first Rebubble. episode yeah yeah it comes back for them and they managed to I don't know if they defeated it it just looks like it ran away again it looks like he hit it in yeah, the same wound in the same area yeah, yeah he did. and it just fell down so I'm pretty sure that that motherfucker's coming back again yeah. at the, and probably at a very horrible moment but um it's definitely coming back and. Uh, Right after that, they make it to the fourth layer, and then they run into another monster that's on a completely different level mm-hmm. than all of the rest of them. Like it's oh, intelligent, the yeah. It, it can, can predict the future. It can. When pre- they got to that part, I'm like, "Fuck, this thing's getting weirder down low." You would think, like at the beginning of the battle, where it like barely grazes them, and all their shit flies everywhere. I'm just like, "Okay, they're gonna have to regroup and come back to this." But then it's also like, "Is it gonna let them go?" Is it like the spider thing where like it only has a certain territory and then it won't leave that territory, blah, 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 blah. And then 
literally at the beginning of the battle, Rico is like, oh, the spikes can pierce steel and iron. And then she gives him the steel and iron umbrella to defend from it. And then Rico gets stabbed through. Through the fucking umbrella. Yeah. Those needles go right through. And so he's just like, oh, the umbrella doesn't work. Turns around and Rico gets stabbed through her left hand. This this proceeds to, this is, it's like a culmination of everything because they have to get away. And the only way they can get away is by going up. When you go up in the abyss, that sickness stuff gets it hits real. you. It it hits you. It gets real. And this is basically the layer where it's just like, if you thought the other stuff was like the point the of vomiting, no return, the sweating, the like all that, yeah, this is where it gets weird. And so they take her up. Well, he takes her up. They get away from the fucking monster. But there's like a delay, and you're like, oh shit, okay. So like the up affects the hip, and he he thinks that the poison got expelled because they went up. And then shortly thereafter, it's just like the point scene came it's out. It's just trauma porn. Yeah, it just becomes trauma porn. That and it's whole like episode, one is thing tough. after, and it was a good fifteen minutes of that episode where it was just like you got to break her I, arm, I, I, you got to cut it off. Ugh. The way it swelled, uh, swelled up. Ugh. Yeah, break, break. He had to break it. It swelled, swell, swelled up, and then he had to became swollen. Cut yeah. it. But then she fainted and damn near died before he could cut it off. So basically, it was just like an amalgamation of just suffering for Rico. Yeah. And then this is where we're introduced to Nanachi. And then we get to that whole plot line where, like, it's the first encounter of one. Well, not the first encounter, but it's the it's the first encounter of one of the after effects of one of the other White Whistles. Yeah. And, it's, and how he's kind of like... He and seems that, just evil. He seems just evil. He seems like he's from another country, but yeah. then they also like he has a white whistle, so that means like Orth had to give him. I mean, he that. was recognized. At yeah, least. he's recognized, and he goes back up to the top because he goes and recruits those little kids from another country to come. And I just so it, I mean, Rico definitely gets saved, and but then we get introduced to Nanachi, and. The rift is basically just not the the abyss is just like it's just fucked. Yeah. Like that's kind of just what I get. Like it's just it's just suffering, but it's not. It's suffering mixed in with just like wonderment and like I want to know why this happens. I want to know why my friend suffered in this way. What yeah. are the like we? It's. It's just that curiosity of humanity to basically be in like, they're going to be people because like for them to get to where they are now, tons of lives were sacrificed for them to even know yeah. about a lot of this shit. The number of people have died. I mean, when you start, it's an orphanage full of children whose parents died trying to go down into the abyss. It's it's weird. They The darkness is always there, but it's very off to the side in the beginning. Yeah. And then as you get further down into it, as shit happens, uh, you know what really got me too with that whole cutting off her hand thing that they tried to do is I'm like, but but Rabbit Girl was right there listening to them. Why didn't she stop him before he broke the arm? Why didn't she? Oh well, um, Nanachi didn't want to do anything because Nanachi um wanted to avoid all of um the cave divers. Yeah, because basically it would put him and Mit- Mitty at at. Um, at, at risk. risk, yeah. And uh, at first, Minty, can... if she gets captured, is forever an experiment it, again. And and that that fucked me up. Like that, I had to take so many breaks during the last like ten episode ten, twelve, and thirteen. Uh, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. I was like, mm. wait, I'm missing a number. Um, I had the... to take a lot of breaks because it was some. He- it's it heavy gets shit. Real there. It gets really weird, and it's. But we're also learning everything through like Reg's eyes, like yeah. we're seeing everything through Reg because Reg still has amnesia. But also, like, how old is he? We don't know how old he he is. is we don't his know mind... how human he is now because he's bled. Yeah, like, is he? I, he's not an infant, but he's he like he had he has like problem solving skills and awareness of like people's he's emotions. Definitely highly intelligent. His highly, observations yeah. are always very uh, accurate and acute. But it's just I don't the 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 fact for like Reg Reg ends up suffering damn near more than Rico mentally mm. as opposed to physically. So Rico's taking the physical punishment while Reg is like growing 
but like he's going through a lot of growing pains extremely fast. Yeah. Um, and but at the same time, this is when he also starts to regain his memories, and then we're like, oh shit, he knows Liza. Yeah, they met. They met, and then she's like, all right, we're leaving out in the morning. Are you ready? And it's just like how Red came to the top, the Orth. Red came to Orth for a reason, and we don't know. And what we that don't is know yet. what the reason is. But now that he knows Liza, maybe is like, oh, did he come to give a message to Rico, or maybe? Like we just, there's just so well, much there's shit. There's a few little weird we things. Don't like there's no weird little necklace that she finds when she finds yes. him. That's put back in a frame when he has some memories coming back. Yeah. Also, and apparently he was there like for the grave. Yeah, he he but, might have dug the grave, but there was nobody in it. There was nobody in it. Like it's it's just it's just. And I kind of wonder: is it because she became a hollow, so he treated it as like, well, her human side is dead. Yeah. Here's a grave, and because she had, to, she probably had to go back down. Or maybe I feel like it was. I think it, or maybe there's like something else at work where there's like an organization down there where they're just like, she's just like, I need them to think that I'm dead. Huh. And like they said in the whole thing, the, the time distortion makes everything even weirder because she, ten years might have passed by for her in like a couple of years. It's it's hard to say how exactly things work because again, no one knows. It's this weird level, like, there are these energy things meant to catch of drafts that haven't uh, worked for, like, they know they yeah. were made 4,000 4, years ago, I think they said on that. Yeah. The prayer people, 2,000 years. This thing was discovered 1,500 years ago. So, all the people that existed in this, uh, in the abyss, like, they don't know what happened to them. They don't know how they survived, what killed them. I, I mean, did something... Did this abyss used to be like a beautiful place that was actually not creating these things and then something went wrong Yeah, and it destroyed all this stuff? Is it that it was intended to be this graveyard yeah. place? It's weird because- And like, also the, pra- like the prayer. Yeah, the prayer like thing. All the, all the dead bodies are, are all in prayer, in prayer and which it's feels just, like a little Pompeii-ish, you know what I mean? I, I, for, I thought that like maybe- the prayer was like a way for the people to like avoid the curse. But then once um, Nanachi told Org Reg how the curse basically like it's a veil. A va- it's it's a veil. I was like, well, that's not gonna fucking work because that means their whole body is just like like at the same time. Also, how are they being brought up? Or well, because they wouldn't be if they came from the bottom, they wouldn't be human when they got to that yeah. point. That's true. And yeah, and like, at what level were they all coming from? Why the fuck is there a ship on the third level? A petrified ship, like, jutting out of the yeah out of the shaft? Like, what? It's... All these tools that look kind of like eggs of different features. Yeah. That they don't know what they're for, but somehow they know they were tools that people use. Yeah, like, how do they know that they were tools? And then they, as they get, as you find, the lower you find the egg, the more complex its pattern and shit is. And then we have the white whistles. Now, something is, some... There's a the white whistles are created so they can they will react when you get to, to like a certain those level grade, yeah of relic when but they then, get to a certain level of technology. But then it also just like it fucks some there's wouldn't that mean Ozen, that the, the technology all works on a principle that gives off some kind of radiation or signal because the whistles only react to higher level relics, which means they'd have to use more of whatever energy or whatever. Yeah. Source. So how are they able to craft that stuff? On the fucking surface. And also, there's a lot of secrets that Ozen said that she basically was just like, she told, these, yeah. these are only things that White Whistles know. And she like, told them, but we don't know. They love the audience in the dark on that. Plus, this whole world that we've explored only exists on one island. And we know nothing about the outside level of technology. Except for we like know the they discovered, ship. Yeah, we know they discovered this thing 1,500 years ago. And they keep taking technology out. And they don't necessarily they don't really explain how much they know about any of it Mm -hmm. like have they deciphered some and built their civilization around it i would assume they have to have otherwise why would this stuff all be worth so much but also i think like how they have the veil like near the top of the abyss i don't think that that's it and that whole birthday disease the birthday did yeah because when the birthday seems real actually it I think it's like the curse is seeping out. 
Yeah, but there's, there's something actually thing like, on. why does it actually, because it's happened to a lot of kids yeah, and it's on their to kids. birthday. So people who are born there, I think, specifically. Yeah. Though, again, they've been on this, this island's become a But then a city as soon as he left the years. island. He's fine. He's fine. He goes back to perfect health in an instant. It's. It leaves a lot of questions. Actually, no, I think it, it must start. Mm, no, that's weird because then it would have to affect everyone on the island. Because when I remember when they were like on the ships outside of the island, yeah, and there was like there was a huge slope going up, and then the city starts on the yeah, it's like going it's inside in. of a crater, basically. Yeah, it's inside of a crater. So I was thinking, I was like, maybe that crater there's a curse, like a very light, but like the curse. But then it would have to affect everyone in the city. Yeah. So like on some div, and they it would have over the past fifteen hundred years. I feel like it must have happened, but that is important. And I don't know how it's important, but it's fucking important in some That's fashion. The thing. We're given all of these tiny details that all definitely have to fit together. And the Nachi, at the end, when the Nachi was like, okay, I'm going to join you guys. And they were like, hey, so um, what what's going on with Bondrude? Like, what is he doing down there? He was like, I'll explain that in time. And I'm and so basically what happens with the new season or whatever is they did two compilation films and then they're continuing it with another film that's premiering in January 2020. And they're all I just my thing with the film stuff is we won't be able to get it at the same time as Japan. And that's going to the same thing is going to happen with Kimetsu no Yaiba. So like we won't get the continuation of this until maybe like March, April, or May. It's when they bring it over. This happens with so many shows where like a movie comes out and I find out about it after it's already aired in Japan and I like months ago and I still don't have any access. You don't have any access to it or you're like, oh, they did one week for the American showing. Uh, What was I looking up? I looked up something just like a few days ago. They're like, oh shit, a movie for In Between Seasons came out in June. Um, um, Don Machi. Don, no, 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 not even that one. There's another show that I've been watching that had a movie come out in June. Oh. Oh, um, I'll, I'll look it up right now while we keep talking. Okay. Well, yeah, there's, oh, also for everyone, like, Promare is getting another, another showing in December. So, like, It's still look in for some theaters around, I think. It is. I, um, the AMC in Times Square is showing it, like once a week now yeah like on a which i'm surprised about i was like is it are people still buying tickets to go see it regularly because they're they're not advertising it it. i don't think they have to because that's the thing uh the the anime world we've all gotten used to having to research and And find our shit we know how to find what we want because i was talking to that guy general shrimp and he basically was like i really wanted to see it but like the timing didn't work out Hmm. and i was like that's why you guys need to do like a regular release like put it in the theaters for like a month or two and then see how it is because the um uh, oh like, um rascal does not dream of bunny senpai mm. they have a there's i didn't watch all of that one i liked it it's interesting and really? fun and weird it's like paranormal it's not paranormal but kind of like set up in speaking of paranormal i just saw something we should do something on paranoia agent did you ever watch that when it was on Adult Swim? I believe I did. The one with like the the kid with the with the golden bat going around beating the shot of people. Yes. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I, I didn't need to go back because it was really interesting. It, but yeah, I think that would be really great because I saw, I just saw it was recommended to me on something and I was like, oh my that's, god, I had forgotten about it. And I it was, was a kid when I was a kid. You know what it was? Is I couldn't with Toonami. I couldn't and I couldn't always finish everything. Because sometimes you'd miss a week. I'm like, well, I'm never, yeah, I'm never going to be able to catch up to that episode because they're not going to show it again had for to another be year. Home, like on Saturday, you always had to be home on Saturday between nine o'clock and mm-hmm. one a.m. Or it's you just missed it. Like you just fucking missed it. That's what happened to me with Lelouch because I was watching it primarily on um, Adult Swim, and I was just like confused as fuck i was like wait there's a second season i was like but i was i only got to see six episodes and i was like wait how long is this thing and what's going and who is that and you have a new mecca and blah 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 blah. like the fuck is this that's what like inuyasha that was so hard to keep track of Mm. because then they would announce it and then be like all right we're gonna only air inuyasha at 2 a.m in the morning on saturdays 
And we brought Inuyasha back three months ago, but we really didn't announce it. Is anime like, why I have insomnia? No, no, I had it before that. But uh, it probably is for. Well, no, I was just playing video games all night. Fucking, mm, fucking Ragnarok Online. Lelouch. I'm trying to remember Lelouch. Lelouch. I know I watched it. What Code Geass? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Actually, be a good one to do one on. That is complete old school anime. That's fun. Uh, Big O. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I loved Big O. It's still I, a mystery. I love Big O. Beautiful mystery. I never, I never saw all the episodes either. I think I, I've seen all of them, but like the end is, it's such a good like noir mecha show. Ooh. I mean, no, I the whole style of it, I loved it. That it was whole like era. Batman mecha. Well, not Batman, but Would like you call that like the Silver Age of anime. Silver because that was back when you got Cowboy Bebop. You got Big O, you got Inuyasha, you got all that stuff around that same yeah, area. Yeah, and it was just like consistently good shit that wasn't like ridiculous shonen. And it's a very different like, style of anime than yeah, we're watching right yeah, now. Yeah, it was a very, it's like no moe, all that kind of stuff. I think like Mizuzaki really changed how things are done today because a lot of stuff is set on that yeah. that level. Yeah, I would agree. Um, anyway, back yeah, to sorry. Made in the Abyss. Major tangents. I mean, well, we gotta talk about this shit somehow. Like, yeah, no, whatever. it's true. Um, so, oh, fuck, wait, how do we even get on that one? Well, oh, oh, wait, no, you were thinking about, oh, the movie style. So, yeah, yeah the third movie, will, we will most likely see the continuation of this next March, April, or May, because if it comes out in Japan in January, they'll get the translation together, blah, blah, blah. I just hope this time they do different weeks for the dub and the sub as opposed to different days because, you know, theaters like to just show what the fuck ever. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we didn't even know. And it's like, well, I paid money for Well, that's sub. because you aren't an anime person. You're just trying to run a business, but you don't know the fucking difference. And it I wouldn't have bought this ticket, and I don't want to hear the dub. Which, by the way, the dub for Promare was actually pretty decent. Okay. To the point where, like, I almost was just like, I'll take both of them. It's the one thing, like, there's some shows, because actually Big O, I only watched the dub because yeah. that's how Toonami showed it. And I would love to see it subbed. How they, how, yeah, like, what did the Japanese What were their voice choices? Yeah. Because yeah. um, I'm used to that. And uh, Made, in, Ab- like Made in Abyss is dubbed, but I'm not, I'm not going to go. I'm not watching this. No, dubbed. at like, this, this point, was, like... This was perfect. Also, I feel like I will be... Also, with the announcement of the Kimetsu no Yaiba dub, um, it's shit. Um, just from the trailers that they've given us with the voice actor. Like, I'm not saying those voice actors are shitty. I'm just saying I do not think the casting was done very well. And I don't think that... Well, there's such a small American casting pool. It's so weird like that. works against them. Because, yeah, because in Japan... Also, there's... Because there's that... I don't know. It feels like they aren't really into the Japanese culture at all or learning about that stuff. They just have a monopoly on it. And they just keep doing it yeah. and doing it. And it's the same that whoever that voice actor is that played I- um, Izzy or Iggy in Digimon, I think it's... Oh, a, he's, in every, he's still in everything. In everything. And that was in 1990-fucking-nine. 20 years later, that person is still doing the majority of anime. And I'm just like... Would you look at anime and it's new actors doing different stuff. They have pop artists doing stuff. They and have that's guest the artists. They, in they anime, do it hard. Like, they're... The people who are, like, the seiyus, like, they're working, but they are consistently showing up with, like... Just diff like they are a voice actor. Well, they're hired for a particular kind of a character voice. and exactly. voice. Exactly. Whereas here, they're just like, okay, you're going to play the lead male of every anime that we dub. And it's also with like, let's say like the guy who play, um, the guy who does the voice for Lelouch in Japan is also the voice for Joker, for Persona. Hmm. But they both have those like, like the the emphasis leader. Like you can, that's a. They are casted into that role. They're put in a style that, of anime. That makes that. You, they're, you're not going to... You wouldn't cast they're them as the Inosuke. Yeah. You wouldn't cast them as Inosuke. You would not cast them in Konosuba. Well, actually, I think he was in Konosuba, but he would, but he did he a wouldn't different... He not the main character. Boy, he wasn't the main character. He was a villain. Yeah. That was like, what the... Wait, what? Like, he did the same voice... But it was in a comedic aspect where he was just like, no, no, this, no, I'm, I'm, I'm scaring you. And they're like, we don't give a fuck. Like, it's, it's comedy. Yeah. Like, but the, what, the director knew who to cast 
for yeah. that. They didn't just be like, oh, you do a lot of lead characters, so we're going to cast you as a lead character in this comedic anime. And, um... Yeah, yeah, but you're you're really popular. Like, no, they do that, and then those people they get work on like Japanese gotcha games, which are like end up turning into like anime a lot of the times. And oh, with the American Sunset, I'm just like, I don't like. I don't know if I should voice. even say this, but I'm just gonna. Uh, American anime dub feels a lot like local community theater. It's the same Ooh, seven to ten people. Why would you say something so controversial yet so true? <sighs> I mean, it's the same that people meme. doing huh. way too broad of a range of stuff without experiencing anything for it. Like, it's, there's so many shows where I'm like, well, okay, this clearly, like, they know what they're doing. They know what the setup is. They get the philosophy. And a lot of them, like, okay, they, they're just, they're just doing their voice. What happened they're just to the talking. motherfucker that casted Cowboy Bebop? Like, and Samurai Champloo. Like the people Those for the were dubs, actually really well the done dubs. Those are well done. And I'm just like, did... And they're in a lot of stuff that maybe they shouldn't be uh, in some anime. Because that's the thing is they do get redubbed into a lot of stuff. Yeah. But in those, like, they were chosen for that role correctly. And I don't know that th- that doesn't always happen. And I don't want to blame these voice actors. Oh, it's not that I want to blame the directors and the casting agents. Basically be like... Are you going to give new people a chance? Because you never know. They might be fucking phenomenal. Because that's what happens in Japan all the time. A newcomer comes and they're like, holy shit, they played the shit out of that role. Let's give them a career. I think we're going to get into an era where it has to be done that way. Because frankly, there's too many anime lovers now. There's well, there are also a lot of people who only watch dub. And I think they're like, they're used to that. And I they don't know what they're missing. I, and I would like to say that, but then they also there are also people who are just like, oh, you fucking just be... There's dubbers and subbers. There you is know? an advantage to not having to read while you're watching an anime. And I do understand that. Art. Yeah, where you're like, oh, you can actually focus on the screen. And I was like, yeah, but like, you could do it the other way too, and you can get like the original format of it, and you can compare and whatever. Anyway, I'm this, not watching Made in the Abyss. There's dubbed. one even bigger problem for me than that they recycle voice actors too much. And it's that if you watch something subbed and dubbed, the translation changes. Yep. Because they try to make it so that they match the mouth pattern more than now they see, make an accurate translation. I don't even watch dubs like that. I wouldn't even notice that. I wouldn't have even noticed that. Well, that's why I, that's when I stopped watching dubs. That's when I was like, no, I can't. Because it was off. I'll it only watch off. it like when I rewatch a show in the background. And I noticed that in like Shield Hero, it's not terribly off but there is specificity to language and when you get away from that there are moments when you're going to lose context and it just it doesn't destroy the show but it sure as fuck doesn't help it agreed all right okay you uh, said i mean <laughs> well that fucking happened yeah anyways i mean that's the thing i mean i knew i knew when we got into this one we weren't going to be able to focus exactly because it's I loved it. I enjoy the art. I enjoy the story. But like six episodes, five of the episodes specifically, almost nothing happens. Exactly. Uh, It's all introduction to a world that you leave. Uh, And you go down to the abyss from. And then from there, like it moves pretty quickly through. There's a couple levels where like, why did they get through one level in one day? In one, one episode? That was like a lot for me. I felt like there could have been more complications in that. I feel like maybe it was because they needed to show um, the severity at which, like, I think the um, the naivete at which they were like approaching it as. Yeah. With like, you're moving very quickly, and then when they basically got to like the second layer, they had to stop for a little bit, and then when they got to the fourth layer, they stopped. I mean, that took like a while for well, her to she recover. She has to heal. She, she has had to a heal. broken arm. So I feel like it's like the rushing of their descent. It it catches up with them in different ways. Yeah, and so I it's think it's their naivety. You're yeah, right. Yeah, naivety. because there's also the scene when uh, Ozen sent them into the forest to go train for those ten days to survive, and she runs up to the water and scoops up the fresh water, and then doesn't all the bugs doesn't even notice. And I'm just like, that's one of their their hugest cruxes. Like they still have that childhood of like wonderment because she's read about all this stuff. But, but she's, she's not never experienced it. it. And I think that's another thing. Like, they lack the experience. And I was thinking, I was like, all these people who've survived and, like, come back and lived and, like, made it back to the top. I was like, they don't, she, 
I they are not um to go into that situation like as an adult, you would have to be intensely aware of your surroundings at every fucking moment. Well, and frankly, children her age are not allowed down below level two. Level yeah. Because I remember when we're talking to um okay, when they're in the tree fort and they're talking to the Maru Maruk. Uh, Maruk, Maruk. Yeah, I'm saying it wrong. Maruk, Maruk, Maruk. Goddamn, I'm not even gonna try. Either way, so blue hair girl. Uh, because I'm not gonna try to say that word again. Boy, boy, you're right, but she's made to wear a dress. Yeah. Um. They that character says like, uh, "Is like you're a blue whistle already?" He's like, "Yeah, normally they don't allow that until you're 15." Yeah. But they made an exception because she's uh uh, under a she's the apprentice to a white whistle. Yeah. So that says, like, at that level, most most kids at 12, they aren't even making it down to level two. Because when a red whistle goes to level two, it's considered a suicide. Yeah. So if you're not allowed to be in there to level two, they there's a level of maturity that's required and experience of danger before you even go down to level two, much less level three, much less level four. And as soon as they get to level two, they run into that fucking death bird thingy. And I'm just like, so... Um, already we're here? Yeah. Already? You were going to die, if not for the fact that you have an ultra robe. And it's... The, the show the plays with the so many anime thing. themes. And they, they basically come to terms with that, where they're just like, she's only alive because of him. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, she's only alive because of him. But then also, it's just like, he was... I feel like it's gonna, like, he was sent to, to get retrieve her. her in the first place, because her mom knew she wasn't gonna fucking make it. Like, there's no what fucking way hell. Well, because the whole thing, like, as a baby, once she came out of that thing, she called right towards the center of the abyss. Yeah. So they kind of knew, like, she's going to be haunted by this place and keep coming back no matter what. And also, they go, Ozen went into details on that letter, and they were like, that's not your mom's handwriting, but whoever sent that shit. And also, this is not regular paper. That's like She couldn't tear it with her extreme strength. Yeah. It's an unknown level of relic, and I'm just like, how did that come back up with with um, Liza's notebook shit? It's just... And they didn't notice uh, the people... I mean, because she stole that, and people didn't really seem yeah. to notice that that happened. Because they were more focused on, like, her findings of the monsters. Yeah, and, like, the different things that, that existed that they there. They're clearly hiding stuff from the general public. Yeah. Like, stuff's being hidden from the general public, which makes me think, like, there's, there's probably going to be, like, a, eventually a dual storyline thing where it's just, like... Who are the people running things on the on the on the top? And like, also, why is Liza being sent to retrieve retrieve that bell? Like, who are they taking orders from? Like, why are yeah. the K, the divers like taking orders from people? I thought they were like free adventurers. Yeah, they were set on a mission by the ruler of the area. And yeah, that's why they had because she went down fucking eight months pregnant or some shit like that to get that. No, bell. I think she um. I think she was two months pregnant when she went down. When she went down, and but they that's were down last there. more than that. Oh yeah, because the once you go down to a certain level, it takes years to get back up. Is yeah. the way they seem to make it. You can't go down to level four and get up the next week, the next month. Yeah, like they won't be seeing you for a while. Yeah, and ugh, and then the whole thing with like Nanachi and Mitty and just the, I I just honestly thought that was so jarring because i we just got through with like the arm shit and then he's just like yeah i need you to kill mitty for me mm. that sadness was like no wait please i'm sorry don't, don't yeah do and it. so then you find uh, out that like reg tries to reason with him. he's like well why would you kill mitty like you know like you know like she wants to live too blah blah, blah. And he was just like well what happens when i die he was like mitty can't be killed by anything in the in here like she can't be killed by poison she can't be killed by physical mutilation she'd just be shot out again yeah like she won't die and he's just like her soul is trapped and is suffering inside of that body yeah and uh, he's just like if i die that's it for her like she's going to keep getting hurt over and over and over over and she'll be stuck and it's just like uh uh it's mercy in its truest form. Like, yeah, no. Yes. Yeah, she's a living creature, and yes, she has a soul, but that soul is constantly suffering. And then the fact that Reg had to go through it all and be like, okay, as long as you don't kill her after, as long as you don't kill yourself after I kill her. And he's just like, 
Oh, well, he's like, I still have to take care of Rico. He was like, no, you can't kill yourself after you're finished taking, taking care of Rico also. And then he's like, uh, uh. and then uh, we start hearing the Nachi's inner voice where he's just like, I'm sorry, I can't. When he decides to join them, he's like, I'm sorry, Mitty, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer for me to join you. So mm. Nanachi is either going to sacrifice himself at some point and be perfectly fine with it because he's just like. I think he's going to have to learn to have the will to go on on his own. Ooh, or that too. I think that's going to happen with yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the there's a poster for the third movie and there's another hollow like holding hands with Riku, R- Rico. Yeah, and or so, another little girl. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think yeah, it looks like a little girl. But I didn't notice any hollow parts on on her body though. Oh, but but she looked like furry. Oh, I didn't. She notice looked that. furry like Nanachi. Okay. And so uh, and he uh, Nanachi was ap- was helping Bondrude with the experiments and shit like that. So yeah, maybe that's why Bondrude, she's the medicine yeah. stuff. She was taught how to an autopsies and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why Bondrude Bondrude probably like furthered his research on like the descent to the sixth and the rise. Because he was mm. just like, you two are special. You two are special. And blah, blah, blah. And I, there's probably a sh- thousands of children who he's fucking experimenting Well, you on. see the like the rolls of lights. Like the just row after row of those red lights that represent the specific signal of yeah. each creature. And like, mid to, and like it's like, how is how is he monitoring them? Just with that light. But I like, what, is there something connected? Well, they give off a signal, I think, or something that keeps uh... that going. Okay. So when Minty Which died, that, that is like weird. Stopped. Also, how is he using the pilot like light, the origin light that's yeah. able to disintegrate everything? And then also, how come Reg is able to use like his incinerator? That's like it creates the origin fire or light something incredible to disintegrate. Because yeah. like even Rico, she was like, "Wait a second, he like blasted through those petrified trees or whatever." Yeah, which petrified trees are hard as stone. Uh, I mean, there's, they play with so many anime themes in this, the childhood going into adulthood, going into a mysterious, dangerous world, mm-hmm. uh, super powered amnesiac robot, who is the only reason you're able to try and who I honestly this greater think, journey. I think he's more of the main character than Rico. She is, he is. Like next to the abyss being like the main, main character. Um, he has the real mystery. Yeah. He has the real mystery, and I feel like Rico is supporting, and like in a lot of senses, it's making him more. I mean, no, he is pretty human. Like he already has emotions and yeah. feelings and uh, moral compass. I mean, I think about it a but little like, bit where like he could have immediately descended. He could descend as far as he wants in a day and not have to work because he could pretty much fucking jump down and be yeah. okay. Yeah, which makes me think it's just like why the fuck didn't he just go down there and be like. Well, actually, no, because he was he know spent what mom months at the like. school. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he doesn't remember anything about the best, so he wouldn't know how to navigate his way down. Mm. Yeah, he'd probably just end up fighting un- unnecessarily, like the entire time. He gets swallowed, and he'd have to like blast his way out yeah. and sleep for two hours. Then go to sleep and get eaten by something else. Like, yeah. Hmm. It's a lot, but also, yeah, it's like it's honestly just the beginning. Yeah. I'm kind of happy that I just now watched it because now I feel like the wait for the next season isn't going to be that long well, or the movie. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just going to be in the back of my head. And I'm like, uh, but, but, but. That is the hard thing with anime is you wait like two years for a new season. Not irregular. But also stuff like this spoils me for other things because I'm just like, when this show got moving, I was like, this is really well done. I would say damn near on the level of like Attack on Titan, just without all the action and craziness. More, more like cartoonish and drawing yeah. style, and like the drawn drawing style in this is definitely like deceptive too, because it goes you get the both. super round, like soft, really tones, playful, playful, yeah, and then like Rico bleeding out of every orifice, and like you see the the white draining you're inside that like flower creature thing and also the animation gets really jagged when they're fighting like the monsters some of them become like watercolored like while they're moving and it's just like jerky and it's just like whoa this is they play around with a lot of little stuff in it it's like it's nice to draw your attention to be like nope this is not like everything else we'll say prime seems to be doing an okay job of taking on anime projects uh, they seem to have a few that are going well. Netflix has a couple, but Netflix also has a couple where I'm like, 
What the Netflix fuck has a lot doing? where I'm just like, I don't care about this. And they're also they're very doing it cheap. CG, cheap, 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 which cheap, I mean, CG, you know what? It helps this. Stu- it's more efficient money wise for the studios. I understand it, but I liked how they did um, SSS Gridman with Trigger, where like cert- they went back and forth between CG and animated scenes. Okay, yeah, like throughout the fight scene, and it it it, it worked like it worked really well. Also, um, Ufotable tried that stuff with the God Eater anime mm. where it was like cell shaded cg yeah like 3d ish and it why kind of make it through that though it, it kind of worked i liked it i got to the end and i was like okay cool i'll take it yeah. it wasn't awesome but i was it was it was them experimenting which is why i wanted to see it through to the end because i was like no other studios maybe ever done they'll this. figure something out yeah and they they did because they took they had to take a break because they were like make making those episodes was taking like way longer because they wanted to do things and they're like we want to do these things and we want to see them out in our vision so um uh, it's going to be delayed so like the last two episodes were delayed for like i think three or four months and then they just came out randomly like one february and i was like oh that was really nice those are some really nice episodes and then I was like, I don't think you guys are going to be doing this again, though. You got to have respect for anime and the anime world because, like, they don't. Yeah, it has to be profitable for it to keep it getting made. But they will take whatever amount of time it takes to make what they want to make to get the material right. If they get it wrong, depending you, on the studio, because That's we've true. had. Um, I know there's one on the good Hulu, ones, like the descent of the the rise of the demon lord or some shit like that. Um, and I remember... Oh, I watched that, I think. I remember the first episode or two of that one. Um, they were ripping it to shreds. They were just like, this is not faithful to the original content. Like, yeah. you got, like, it's no, we're not supporting this. Like, and I didn't even, I didn't even watch the episode. Like, I just remember, like, looking at the Reddit, like, you know, first episode review thing and be like, you know, what did you, the episode discussion? And they, they were ripping it to shreds. Mm. And I was like, I've never seen a first episode, like, go this bad. I've seen first episode be like, I see potential. We'll it wasn't that bad. Yeah. We'll see. And um, I usually like to do, like, through the first arc. And with that, I was, they were like, no, done, dropping it. It's mm. over. I did watch all of it. I remember enjoying parts, but it did have problems. Oh, you it's, watched all of that one? Yeah, it's been a while though. Like, well, here's a problem I can tell you with the show. M- most shows that I really enjoy, with like Made in the Abyss is an exception, um, I don't forget plot structure. Yeah, because it moves. But forward it's been a while from Made in the Abyss. So. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of here and there, but the ones that work it, they work it hard. And they stop and they, they make sure everything's the way they want it to be. It that doesn't happen with every anime, but it doesn't happen with much American TV. Like, you don't see them being like, we're going to wait three years and release something else when it's yeah. ready. And when they fuck up, like when when Full Metal Alchemist fucked up, they went back and started from scratch and redid it and did it right. Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Like Brotherhood. Uh, all right. I feel like I think that's the end of this one because I mean we only had so much material to work off of. Yeah. Not not because of the anime itself, it's just that like it got moving during the second half and once again the it's you gotta watch it to experience it's it. It's hard when you take six episodes to start in on a thirteen episode season. Yeah. When it's twenty six or twenty four or twenty five, whatever. Like that's yeah, that's easy. We, you can sacrifice six episodes to open if it. If we had gotten twenty four episodes of this, I I don't know, this would have been a lot. This would have probably They could have done a lot more with the levels. We would have had to break it broken this episode up because like those two those two arcs of just like that second level arc and that fourth level arc was just like holy shit. Like yeah. I things get get good. This yeah, they got great. But I think that is all for today. Yeah. Thanks um, again for listening. Make uh, sure you guys watch what's some call it. So yeah, Paranoia Agent sounds really great. So I say watch Paranoia Agent, you guys, watch Big O. Yeah. Um watch Black Fox, the movie. We're definitely gonna have to hit up D Gray Man at some point. D Gray Man, definitely. And also, we we're def- we're going to be discussing Cannon Busters in the near future. I don't think that's going to be a full episode. I'm going to be frank. It's not going to be a full episode. There were things about it I enjoyed, but I got a lot of shade to throw. And I haven't seen it yet, so... You might disagree with me. I, I might don't disagree. think you will. 
Um, <laughs> um, I'm a, I, I have hope. I have hope. But also, not a lot of people are talking about it. Good news is, I set your expectations pretty low. So you won't be disappointed like I was. I mean, it just has <laughs> a really good trailer. Like, if I feel like it's deceptive. Yeah, but... a really good trailer. And a song that sounds like it's by Rihanna, but was cheaply done by somebody else. Yeah, I really thought that was Rihanna. But I was like, Rihanna's not singing. And also, like, the Rihanna stands would be livid. Because they've been waiting for a new album from her. And they would have been like, you bitch. You wanted an anime. <laughs> you would have did an anime opening song before you did a fucking album. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, right. we're going off. Yeah, um, so you can contact us. Uh, you can reach us, Anime Conversations. If you type that in, you'll find us on Twitter. You'll find us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, AnimeConversations at gmail.com. If you want to send us any concerns, suggestions, anime you think we need to check out. Yeah. Share with your friends. Oh, the coffee's fucking hidden. Uh, okay. We'll catch you guys next week. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.